Hey, this is Colin Tomlin, author of the Grow House series of books, publisher of EG Magazine, and the creator of the 21 Books Challenge. Now, I've just read How to Win Friends and Influence People uh, in order to provide the summary for the first book in the 21 Books Challenge, and it is remarkable that a book written in 1936 is still so relevant today. The book which kick-started the whole self-improvement industry is a treasure chest of 30 principles on how to get the best out of your relationships and improve your, de- improve your dealings with all of the people in your life. Broken down in four parts, it starts by introducing the idea that dealing with people is probably the biggest problem we face and he asserts that success is less about technical ability, some 15%, and more about our social ability or our ability to relate to people, some 85%. In this blog, I'll share the first three chapters and principles that make up part one of the book, Fundamental Techniques in Handling People. Here's chapter one, and I love his chapter titles. Chapter one is... If you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. I love that. It makes absolute sense. The key premise of this chapter is that people are creatures of emotions and not creatures of logic. And that when we are dealing with people, we should engage as such. Here's a quote that encapsulates the chapter. Instead of condemning people, let's try to understand them. Let's try to figure out why they do what they do. That's a lot more profitable and intriguing than criticism, and it breeds sympathy, tolerance, and kindness. To know all is to forgive all. As Dr. Johnson said, God himself, sir, does not propose to judge man until the end of days. Why should you and I? So the first principle coming out of chapter one is don't criticize, condemn, or complain. So let's move on to chapter two. Chapter two is the secret of dealing with people. Now, Carnegie starts the chapter by asserting that the only way to get someone to do anything is to make the other person want to do it. There is no other way, he says. And to do that, we need to understand their desires, not to manipulate them, but to motivate them. This basic desire, according to Sigmund Freud, is the sex urge and the desire to be great, or as American philosopher Dr. John Dewey puts it, the desire to be important. Here's a quote from the book. We nourish the bodies of our children and friends and employees, but how seldom do we nourish their self-esteem? We provide them with roast beef and potatoes to build energy, but we neglect to get them, to give them rather, kind words of appreciation that will sing in their memories for years, like the music of the morning stars. Paul Harvey, in one of his radio broadcasts, The Rest of the Story, told how showing sincere appreciation can change a person's life. He reported that years ago, a teacher in Detroit asked Stevie Morris to help her find a mouse that was lost in the classroom. You see, she appreciated the fact that nature had given Stevie something no one else in the room had. 
Nature had given Stevie a remarkable pair of ears to compensate for his blind eyes. But this was really the first time that Stevie had been shown appreciation for those talented ears. Now, years later, he says this act of appreciation was the beginning of a new life. You see, from that time on, he developed his gift of hearing and went on to become, under the stage name of Stevie Wonder, one of the great pop singers and songwriters of the 70s. Principle two, then, is give honest and sincere appreciation. Chapter three is he who can do this has the whole world with him. He who cannot walks a lonely way. In this chapter, Carnegie outlines how action springs from what we really desire. Here's his illustration. Andrew Carnegie, and I don't know whether he's related to Dale or not, but Andrew Carnegie, the poverty-stricken Scott lad who started to work at $2 or two pence an hour rather, and finally gave away $365 million, learned early in life that the only way to influence people is to talk in terms of what the other person wants. He attended school only four years, yet he learned how to handle people. To illustrate, his sister-in-law was worried sick over her two boys. They were at Yale and they were so busy with their own affairs that they neglected to write home and paid no attention whatever to their mother's frantic letters. Then Carnegie offered to wage $100 that he could get an answer by return without even asking for it. Someone called his bet. So he wrote his nephews a chatty letter mentioning casually in a postscript that he was sending each one a $5 bill. He neglected, however, to enclose the money. Back came replies by return mail thanking dear Uncle Andrew for his kind note and you can finish the sentence yourself. Principle three is arouse in the other person an eager want. Now, this book is really a treasure chest of some great principles on how to have great relationships and how to deal with people. And there are 27 other principles over three parts that will help you to have some great relationships this year and beyond. So click the link below to read, watch and or listen to a summary of the whole book on any device and get the action steps guide to put these principles in practice. Enjoy the rest of your Easter and have a great week ahead.